the paperless office. No, it still doesn't exist, and if we look at current trends, we won't be seeing it anytime soon. So what role does paper have in a digital world? Welcome to Renewable Future from the Renewable Materials Company, Stora Enso. As a general rule, when a new technology comes, people think it will mean the end of all previous technologies. But in reality, that's almost never the case. The old technology finds its place. and The new technology does the same. So what about print in a digital world? Uh, my name is Lisa Nussenen and I'm in charge of the paper divisions uh, communications at Sturens globally. So if anyone is going to tell us about the future of paper, then it should be you. You should, you should know the answers. I hope so. So we got straight into the interview and my first question was, is print dead? No, print is definitely not dead. And I think the, uh, there has been so many changes in the industry, but the one big change that we have been seeing is that print and digital will coexist and they will complement each other. And there are certain areas where print will remain very strong. If you look at the market figures now, for example, on, on uh, deliveries of paper products, what we see is that, for example, in the book market, the demand has been very stable, even growing. And in the office environment, Nusenen sees that in company sales, office paper is still going strong. We are not using more paper uh, as such, but what we are doing is that it seems that many people like myself, we are able to recall and remember information better if we print. So, so for example, I very often I read something in the email and, and I, I do work a lot in the digital channels as well. But then when I want to really absorb something, I take a print of what I have uh, read through the day and bring that home. And is that common in all age groups in, in, in an office environment? Uh, yes, that's actually quite surprising that even the millennials are sort of printing. And there was just a study made, a very wide European study, and the results indicated that even the millennials, they consume uh, some sort of print product every day. The summary then is that book sales remain stable with slight growth, office paper is stable, newspapers are declining a lot, and magazines are somewhere in between, though there are geographical differences. So the rates... Uh, by which paper consumption is declining varies. But then that is a little bit balanced out by, by the growth we have in Asia. Asia is actually still a growing market for the printed products. In a few industries, print and digital have found a very happy marriage. One of them is in the retail sector. Martin Eustace is director of the non-profit organisation Two Sides. Two Sides gathers research and information on the paper industry and helps communicate its positive sides. Eustace sees that marketing and communications is finding that happy mix, with printed products in fact even bouncing back into popularity. If you take, for example, the channel of direct mail, uh, we're seeing a growth in some areas of that because advertisers understand that actually as the volume of mail goes down, 
perhaps we're not getting our bills and statements quite so much by uh, by post we're getting them by email that actually a good piece of direct mail delivered to a house is going to be read it's going to be appreciated people will act on it more so we actually see direct mail doing quite well at the moment and of course one of the reasons for that also is that with the new data regulations and people being unable to communicate by email in the way that they used to that people are turning again I think to physical media to get their messages across. So you think this whole GDPR as it's called across Europe then is going to affect uh, marketing efforts from global companies then? I believe that, absolutely. I mean, I think that will have a tangible effect. Look, it's not going to revolutionise things, um, but I would expect that most uh, postal operators, uh, advertising agencies, people that are involved in communications will be saying to their clients, you know, uh, one way to cut through all this digital noise is to increase your spending on direct mail and door drop media. Store Enso's Nusenen sees the same trend, but from a different angle. One is very much complementing the other. Uh, what we have seen is that print drives uh, customers to retail stores. So when you look at the big, for example, the big uh, uh, department houses, the big uh, you know, companies, that, the food companies, the sports companies, they still rely very much on print when they advertise. And when people look at the printed ads, then that drives them to the online stores or to the stores. So retail is one of the most interesting segments we see in the paper industry. Okay. And that is brochures or leaflets or magazines? That's uh, brochures, leaflets, magazines, all kinds of ads. So what we have seen, and for example, what I do very often is that when I get direct mail home, I tend to look at the ads and if I get an idea about buying something from the sports store then I go online or then I go physically to the sports store okay but I also what we have seen also is that very many people uh, they use a catalog uh, to scroll through the offering for example Ikea Zalando Netaporte they have big catalogs where they show the whole range of products that they have because that is quite time-consuming to do in an online store. Okay. Or, and then, or is it, though? Because I think you could search directly for what you want. Yeah, but very many people don't know directly what they want. They want to see what's in there. And then they make the decision and then they go online. So that is a perfect uh, example of how print and digital work together. Another area where print and digital are working together is in e-learning. The mix of printed material and online exercises is also showing an interesting mix. There's an incredible source of accessible information online if we're doing research, but when it comes to really understanding something, then print works better. Martin Eustace. There have been quite a few studies. There was one, I think, done in in Sweden, which showed that um, people retained... Uh, uh, and were able to recall information much more readily if they'd read it first on paper than if they'd seen it as a PDF on a screen. There was a prediction that uh, people would switch away from books to e-books, and in reality, actually, book sales are now outstripping e-book sales. Lisa Newsonen goes into more detail on this one. With two teenage children at home, 
She's looked at this topic not just from a professional point of view, but also from a personal one. If you start reading in a focused way, you know, uh, not just glancing, but reading properly, uh, studies have shown that your heart rate goes down in six minutes, your pulse will sort of slow down, and you will really uh, start focusing and concentrating in a different way. And when you read a book, you really have to uh, make connections between the characters in the book. You absorb the plot and the subplots of the uh, book. And you try to think about how the story will develop. And that all exercises the brain. A brain is a muscle like any muscle, and it needs needs some exercise. And uh, exercising the brain uh, develops your critical skills. And reading is a very good way of doing that. Some people play chess, some people people uh, read. But nobody is looking at YouTube to develop their brain then, I guess. No, no. <laughs> and it is really about these distractions that you have when you are surfing the web. You click, you browse, you click, you browse. And this might just be the reason the print is still popular. It's finding its place in our new digital world as the format to use when you really want to concentrate. I have been thinking about how people and how the young people especially use paper because I have two daughters, they are 18 and and 14. And I have been actually quite surprised that they haven't abandoned, for example, books at all. So especially when we go on holidays, they have a pocketbook. And uh, the other thing is school and doing their homework. My daughters do their homework a lot, you know, in such a way that they combine print and digital. So they might read a book and then they go online and do the homework there. Lisa Nusenen's daughters are not unique either. Well, of course they're unique, but not in this particular instance. It was a study made in the EU countries, in the 28 countries within EU. And the results uh, showed that, for example, millennials, the people that are born uh, between 95, 2000 something, They are sort of uh, reading a printed product every day, some sort of printed product. That was actually quite a surprise that there is not such a big difference in the behavior of the millennials when it comes to to print. Of course, they are spending a lot of time on digital media, but they still haven't forgotten about print. So so what they read is ads, and what they read is, is sort of they consume magazines, and also uh, books. Martin Eustace can confirm the interest from millennials when it comes to printed products. We did a, a survey published in January in 2018, and we examined consumer attitudes towards uh, print and digital media. Uh, there was an interesting factor that actually uh, young people are beginning to think that digital media may be even damaging for their health, that they're, they're spending too much time on it. So I think in all that background, um, a good piece of print, well thought out, well targeted, will get much more attention. The same thing goes for audiobooks versus printed books. Uh, I think that when the audiobooks and when the e-books uh, started, started off, uh, people, very many people thought that they would replace traditional books. But uh, surprisingly, this has not happened, actually. It's rather that 
printed books and audiobooks, e-books, they complement each other. So that, for example, you would read e-book in a situation where you can't re- read a sort of true book. Another interesting story that's been emerging in recent years is the environmental cost of paper. Email signatures often say, please think about the environment before printing this mail. And while that's a good idea, there's also a cost to being online. And it's not always so straightforward to say that reading online is better for the environment. The rise in digital media, the number of servers to maintain all the data that we wish to access all the time, is increasing at an enormous rate. It was something like 2% of the world's carbon emissions were uh, were generated by all the servers around the world to provide us with data. I'm sure that that has increased to something like 3 or 4% at the moment. Whereas we know that the uh, impact of the pulp paper and printing industries combined is about 1% at the moment. So if you looked at it in technical terms, uh, just comparing our industries together, which is very simplistic as well, uh, we would have a disagreement. Um, but there is no doubt that in some cases um, uh, digital communication will consume less, less energy uh, than, than, than paper, that's for sure. But um, that's not the whole story. Paper. It's finding its way in our digital age. In fact, it seems to be finding its future in our offices, in the form of books, and as the medium of choice when you really need to focus. The paper-online combination has also been proven to be effective in the retail sector, for example, and it seems all age groups are still embracing it. So there is still a future for paper. Keep on reading. And when you're not, well, there's always this podcast. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Renewable Future from the Renewable Materials Company, Store Enso. We'd love to hear your feedback and ideas for new programmes or any comments you may have. Mail to podcast at storeenso.com.